everyone, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy, Josh Sanchez. Yes, I am battling with a little bit of allergies, so I may uh, cough from, from time to time because one day the weather's 70, the next day the weather's 20. The weather's all over the place here in the Delco area. But today's sporting topic of the day, I'm actually going to do a couple sporting topics today. I'm going to probably do a sports podcast and a mental health uh, podcast today. Only because there's so much stuff to talk about in sports. You have March Madness. But this topic I'm going to start off with is opening day weekend in baseball. Your Philadelphia Phillies are 3-0. The only remaining undefeated team in the MLB. The Philadelphia Phillies swept the Braves. It is the first time since 2001 that a Phillies team has swept the divisional opponent on in opening day weekend. Um, what can I say? Um, Bryce Harper... He is the real deal. He brings an excitement. He brings the excitement in baseball back in Philadelphia. But it's the other guys. It's JT Rayomuto. It's Odubel Herrera. It's Cesar Hernandez. It's uh, Michael Franco. He's hit. He hit two home runs in the series, and he's batting eighth. And I have a lot to talk about about this Phillies team today with this topic. So hope you guys put your hats on, put your caps on, put your baseball jerseys on. Because your Philadelphia Phillies, the excitement is back in Philadelphia. Uh, and, and and I'm excited. As a longtime fan, I remember 08 when I was going to the parade. I was eight years old, nine years old around there. And I remember the back-to-back World Series that the Phillies went to. But this Philadelphia Phillies team this year may be on the cusp of winning a World Series this year. I believe that they are one starting pitcher away. We saw uh, Peretta really struggle in Game 2. I mean, our offense saved the day, of course, but we have Nolan Arietta. If we could get another guy, a very a, a solid veteran pitcher to complement those two, then we got ourselves a great team that could definitely go all the way. Our lineup is scary from one to eight. This is what I'm talking about. Andrew McCutcheon's hit two home runs. Uh, Juan Segura batted over 300 last year, and he's a contact hitter. Bryce Harper's already hit two home runs this year. JT Rayamuto's already hit a home run this year. Reese Hoskins already hit a home run. Um, Adubel Herrera is a contact hitter. Cesar Hernandez is a contact hitter. All these guys bat 270 plus. Um, I know Cesar Hernandez was struggling with an injury last year, even though he will not really talk about that. But you're seeing him, instead of being in the top of the lineup, less pressure's on him now. Now he can bat seven, look for the right pitches to hit and drive. And we're seeing him really step up. He's hit an RBI triple, an RBI double. He's been, he's had a lot of key hits. Then you have Michael Franco batting eighth. He was the fourth best third baseman in terms of home runs last season. He hit over 20. And the fact that he is going to be in in the A spot with a guy that's hit over 20 home runs last year and on any other team is probably batting sixth or fifth in the lineup. That shows you how deep this Phillies lineup is starting with McCutcheon, Segura, Harper, Hoskins, um, Rayamuto, Herrera, Hernandez, and Franco. One through eight, this Phillies lineup is solid, and you saw the Braves really struggled throughout the whole series. They walked, I believe, seven guys on, on Sunday night. That was probably one of the longest baseball games I've ever watched. But Harper hit a bomb. McCutcheon hit a bomb. Literally, the first McCutcheon's first at-bat on opening day, he hit a bomb. This Phillies offense is explosive, and it's right up there with one of the best in the league. And it shows you how this offseason, the Phillies really took steps forward 
to making a legit contending team. Because last year, the Phillies almost had it, but they collapsed at the end of the season. This year, with McCutcheon, Ray Muto, and Harper, these these veterans and these solidified all-star players, because, right, let's be honest, Ray Muto is probably the second-best hitting catcher in baseball, if not the best hitting catcher hitting catcher in baseball. And he's also throwing out a couple guys as well in, uh, in stealing, because Arietta walked six guys, and Noah walked five guys on opening day weekend, and they still only gave up one run each. That is due to good defense and also good pitching as well. But this Phillies team from top to bottom is solid. And that's why we swept a very good Atlanta Braves team who has Freddie Freeman, who has uh, Acuna. He is an absolute stud. They have, the Braves have the pieces, but the weakness for the Braves has been always, um, there has been their walks. And it really, and they really struggled in their series against the Dodgers this year in the postseason. And the fact that they haven't gotten better with that is concerning. If you're a Braves fan, you definitely need to really think about that. But of course, this is this is like around my favorite time of the year. Other than allergies, I love when baseball gets started. Um, I'm a huge fan. Um, there, 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 it's just been a lot of just great baseball. I'm going to get into March Madness next. But of course, your Philadelphia Phillies are three and zero. And I, yes, I repeat, the only undefeated team left. In Philly, I will say the biggest takeaway, Harper's personality in this city matches perfectly. He's an expressive guy. We saw opening day how the fans yelled at him during at right field. He can handle booze. He's going to he's going to need to handle booze because some nights he's not going to be as sharp. And the Phillies fans were going to let him hear it because we want our players to always play the best. As long as Harper's effort is always there, we will always love Harper. But he hit two bombs and whenever he hits a home run, this, the whole Citizens Bank Park gets electric. And, and the fact that if you give Phillies fans home runs and fireworks, it's going to be literally a party every baseball game. And you're going to see how lit this city can really be. And it, it just shows you guys, again, Philly fans, we're passionate fans. We love our teams. So when we, if you give us an explosive firepower offense, you may have thought Houston was crazy with their explosive power offense. Philadelphia will match Houston's intensity and beat it 10 times. I'll never forget the roar when we won the World Series in 2008 as I watch it over and over and over again. That final strike as Brad Lidge um, struck out. I can't remember the Rays player's name, but that strikeout in the electric of the city, like that's what's back. And literally, Open Open Day weekend is definitely... um, the start of what this season could be. Now, I will say this. I don't want to say anything now, but if this Philly season and we're, turns out to be like a great season and we're really we're really pushing in the, in the San Francisco Giants, they are still struggling. Madison, Madison Bumgarner is a free agent this offseason, up, up and coming. Who knows? Maybe the Phillies can make a little trade for him. But that's I will talk about that as the season goes on. I just want to keep you guys, keep your eyes open for that because imagine this rotation. Nola Bumgarner Arietta, that is a great one, two, three punch in a postseason series. But what do you guys think about the Phillies? What do you guys think about their chances this year? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out Super Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on the Anchor app. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Um, it is prom season, guys. Get your tucks. All you gotta do is hit my the link in my bio. You can get $20 off your tuxedo. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. Stick around because I'm going to talk about March Madness next. But you're sick. You're watching 
been listening to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the second topic of today's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Earlier, I talked about the Phillies and opening day weekend. Baseball is officially back, and you gotta love how the Phillies started out. They're 3-0 for the season, and who knows what's going to happen. They play the Nationals tonight. I can't wait to see Bryce Harper's return back to D.C. He's probably going to get booed, booed a lot. But how about March Madness and everything that everything that took place over the course of the weekend? You have Auburn and Texas Tech making their first ever Final Four appearances in school history Big shout-out to the Auburn Tigers and big shout-out to the Texas Tech, I believe, Red Raiders or something like that. But anyway, you also have Michigan State. They upset Duke. I mean, I kind of had a gut feeling Duke was going to lose. I knew eventually their luck was going to run out because we all remember that UCF play literally just inches away from winning. And then uh, (laughs) Virginia Tech should have won as well. Very close score, but they folded as well at the end. So we all knew Duke's luck was going to eventually run out. And then <clears throat> wrapping up wrapping up the Final Four, Yavas have a Virginia team who literally hit a buzzer beater to go into overtime. The Elite Eight for March Madness was probably the best Elite Eight-like matchups in NCAA tournament history. I believe the average score for each for all four games was seven points like that that was like the total point differential between all the scores and overtime and regulation i believe two or three games went into overtime and that just shows you right there how tight the games were in regulation the game was either the team either won by a point or they went into overtime like that shows you how tight and how close these games were you have purdue you have that point guard dropping 42 points you also have for Virginia, you have the other guy hitting threes. And the, the I remember the one guy for Purdue hit seven threes in a game. And it just shows you the, the shooting and the lethal shooting that that basketball has now become, even in the college game. The games were just truly amazing. And Mike Izzo finally got that got that big win over Coach K. He's been searching for that for a very long time. He got his revenge and his payback. But but my prediction for the final four. Um, as I'm going through the matchups, like I, I just, I, I just like the games, like you, like you don't know with March Madness because it is winner take all. And obviously my brackets messed up because I picked Duke to win it all. I really like this year's Duke team. I, I like them. I really like them a lot, but, um, Auburn's definitely on a mission this year. He, they are definitely on a mission this year, but I mean, all the teams are. You have Michigan State, a great Michigan State team that has veteran leadership. Um, you have it, it. Just again, it's it's crazy. You have a you have a Virginia team who literally last year they got upset. They were the first 16 seed to ever lose. And then you have Texas Tech, first ever Final Four appearance, just like Auburn. But I I think Michigan State's going to go to the finals. I think that they are going to beat Texas Tech. Um, I think the score is going to be tight. It's going to come down to the wire. But I think Michigan State's um, leadership and their veteran presence is going to win the game. Obviously, uh, Winston for the for the for the Spartans is averaging 18 
almost 19 a night. You also have uh, Culver for Texas Tech. He's averaging around 19 a night. It's going to be a good game, but I think Michigan State eventually will pull through and win. Um, on the other end, you have Auburn and you have Virginia. Virginia's defense is oh, they, Virginia has always been known for their defense, but the difference between this year and last year is Virginia can shoot the lights out of the ball. I think Virginia, I think Auburn losing their star player is going to impact them in this game. I think it's going to be Virginia and Michigan State in the final. That's going to be my final prediction. And then I will get, I'll let you guys, I'll, get, I'll, I'll give my national championship prediction next week. But I just think Auburn and Texas Tech, the fact that they're in the final four, huge shout out to them. If I, if I want, if I, my heart's telling me the underdog, Texas, Texas Tech, and Auburn in the final, that would be awesome. But I just, I just think Michigan State and Virginia are the two better teams. And it's going to come down to the wire, but I think the two better teams will prevail. And, and Michigan State has all the momentum, defeating a high powered Duke team. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you got to have all the confidence in the world. So I have Michigan State and Virginia in the final, and then I will talk about my final prediction next after the after the final four games on Saturday. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on the Anchor app. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Um, again, get your tuxedo. Link is in my bio. Check it out. It is prom season, folks, and if you and it is wedding season, as the weather gets nice, uh, weddings happen more. So grab your tux at the Black Tux. But uh, stick around. Swoop Radio is going to end today's show with a mental health topic. But you are listening to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Swoop Radio's mental health topic and final topic of today's show. Earlier, I talked about March Madness, and I also talked about your Philadelphia Phillies. 3-0, first sweep since 2001 of a divisional opponent on opening day weekend. But of course, mental health topic of today, I'm going to talk about space in a relationship because space is very important. If you don't give yourself space to focus on yourself, your relationships with people are not going to last. And I can speak a lot with mentally. I've been, I've always been that friend that's always people have always asked advice about and stuff like that. So, and also what I learned in school was you need to you need to make time for yourself and distance yourself from people. You can't always be stuck up each other's butt 24-7. Because then you end up being dependent on the other person. And you end up being too dependent on the person. And then you end up nitpicking and you end up getting into arguments because you can't be without the person. But in reality, and in a healthy relationship with friends, family, even a loved one, in a healthy relationship, you got to make time for yourself. Give, you, give yourself some space in the relationship. And focus on what makes you happy because at the end of the day, we all we are all growing as people. We are all trying to achieve our dreams and our goals. And the right people will come when you surround yourself with positivity and stuff like that. So making time for yourself, going out, hanging out with family, hanging out with friends, hanging out with your girlfriend or boyfriend, creating that balance of time 
will go a long way towards making you making you feel happy. If you spend too much time with someone, you miss out on your friends, you miss out on your family, you miss out on a lot of stuff. So being able to have space in a relationship with anyone and finding that balance of time will will make you reach will help you reach your true happiness because just because you're in a relationship with someone does not mean that you you have to drop everyone or does not mean that you have to like like you don't like you don't have to um completely change your personality you are you for a reason now if you're out here playing games like if you're out here being a fake friend telling people's business or if you're out here texting or flirting with other girls or flirting with other guys then that's when you have a problem in the relationship but if you're just being friends with them and just talking to them and you know the intentions and they also know the intentions behind it then you have a healthy friendship and you uh, and you are working on your mental health amongst yourself and that'll go a big way so how to make create space for yourself Obviously, when you really love someone, you have like this feeling like if you really love a friend, you literally love spending time, whoever you love spending time with the most, the second like they ask you come through or the second they ask you, hey, can you come over and you come over you can, and you constantly come over over and over and over again. Eventually, what that does is that creates a problem because the other person expects you to come whenever they say come. So that so when you tell them, no, it's going to lead to problems So that. So to avoid that. You need to be able to say no to sometimes. Yeah, I can't I hate I can't hang out tonight. I'm hanging out with my family. I can't hang out tonight. I'm going out with my friends. I can't hang I can't I can't hang out tonight, bro. I'm hanging out with my girl tonight. That way you're the way that that way like you are creating a balance and you're not always focusing on those on those people because obviously the reason why some relationships don't work is because either one person is too focused on the relationship or it's the other way around. The other person is too focused on friends, too focused on a social life, too focused on whatever else that they don't make time for their loved one. And it's the other way around. Maybe you guys are spending too much time for each other and you're not focusing on what e- what makes each other happy when you guys are not together. So it's a very it's a it's a it's a spectrum with everything. And if you're able to create space and you're and you're able to manage your time better. That's what I mean by creating space. Not just focusing on the one person, but surrounding yourself with multiple people that you can you can have friendships with, you can have family closeness with. That way, it all all the love gets spread into you, and you feel like your best self. And that'll go a long way towards. That's what makes a relationship last. If I could, if I could be honest with you, that's what makes the difference between a four month relationship and a three year lifetime relationship even a year relationship being able to communicate and being able to create space for for yourself will make you happy and and will not lead to petty small little drama arguments that happens in every relationship all because you're not taking the time and the space to focus on yourself you're too focused on the other person because you love and care about the person so much that you don't want you don't want them to you expect them to do the same thing you're doing but in reality what it comes down to and everything is what you want and what you expect as a person so space is the main key 
in achieving that, creating space for yourself, creating space for you to do what you love to do. Distancing, distancing, distance, my fault, distancing, distancing yourself. Sorry. Woo. My allergies are kicking this morning, but distancing yourself from, from the people that you always hang hang out with all the time and focusing more on yourself will make your relationship with the person even stronger. And that's how life is. Life teaches you a lot of stuff. Life is a constant battle between yourself. The people that you meet are battling with yourself. You're battling with them and you're battling with yourself because their needs are important, but also your needs are important. So every every person you meet in life is going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle between yourself and what you want and you expect and the other person and what they want and they expect. So creating space for yourself will go a long way. But what do you guys think? I know I started when I said distancing. I don't know what was going on with me. <laughs> but um, if you guys enjoyed Swoop Radio's mental health talk for today, feel free to comment on Swoop Radio's Instagram at Swoop Radio underscore. If you want to be on the show, uh, hit up my DMs as well on Instagram at S-A-N-N underscore C-H-E-Z-Z or on my, my podcast profile, Swoop Radio underscore you can also call into the station on Anchor. I have to do a search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Check me out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on the Anchor app. Just search again Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Hope you guys have a wonderful day today. And this is Josh signing off. Swoop!